Hello and welcome back to Elevate Men Podcast. Um, first off, happy 2022. Uh, let's all hope and pray that 2022 is a hell of a lot better than 2021. Uh, I don't, I cannot speak for everybody, but I, I can only speak for myself when I say, uh, 2021 said to 2020, hold my fucking beer. Uh, it was a really rough year. Um, it was a really rough year for me personally. And I think just, you know, with COVID and everything for, for most people, uh, it was a rough year. Um, there's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of just like financial strain, relationship strain for so many people. So it's like, oh my goodness. So anyway, uh, not to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, yeah. So let's hope that this year will uh, allow us to hopefully, finally, um, you know, start to get better with COVID and start to be able to, you know, actually do things like normal people. Uh, my husband and I have not been able to do that really hardly at all uh, in two years now. So it's just, you know, it's just wild. Um, but anyway, so welcome back. Um, first, first episode of 2022. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, I never really saw myself doing a podcast by myself ever. Um, so it's still like weird to be just like talking into my computer and recording stuff and putting it out for people to listen to. So for those of you who do listen to it, uh, I really appreciate it and I am really grateful. So let's get into the episode. So I really wanted to talk about relationship red flags and relationship green flags. So there's all these memes going around on Instagram and social media about like red flags and green flags. So I thought I would actually like take take an opportunity uh, to be pretty educational. So I'm going to read through what I found on this Psychology Today article. Um, so the key points from this about red flags are red flags in a relationship are intuitive indicators that something needs to be questioned. Relationship red flags include feelings of insecurity and negative feedback from one's friends and family. Any kind of abuse is the biggest red flag in a relationship. One needs to leave the relationship immediately if that occurs. So obviously we know that's much easier said than done. Uh, We won't really get into that today, but uh, being in an abusive relationship is an entirely different animal. Um, So yeah. So let's go through what the red flags are, according to psychology today. Um, Lack of communication. Yeah, I would say that is uh, not great. And when, and when it says that these are red flags, these are not things that you should just jump up and immediately leave your partner for if they do any of these things. Um, You just need to, you know, try to have an open conversation um, with your partner, or if it's even with a friend, um, you know, about maybe their not so great behavior, just things that, you know, maybe they need to work on, um, which is, it is okay to bring that to someone's attention. Uh, especially if it's something that's, you know, hurting you. 
So lack of communication, definitely. Um, you know, if someone distances themselves emotionally, kind of leaves their partner hanging, um, you know, that's, that's not really very cool to do to somebody. Um, the second one is irresponsible, immature, and unpredictable. Uh, and this is kind of one of those situations where it, um, <laughs> it's, you know, you, you can be patient with people, right, to a certain point. But like, if you are an adult and you are trying to have a healthy adult relationship, um, someone not really be, being able to like handle their shit is like not really gonna, you know, pan out super great <laughs> is basically what that's saying. Uh, the third one is a lack of trust. Yeah, I got to be able to trust each other. Without that, that's, you know, it's, it's just really not going to pan out well for either people if there's no trust, because you can't, if you can't trust each other, then literally what is the point? Uh, the fourth one is significant family and friends don't like your partner. Yeah. Uh, and that's when, like, if something is, like, truly off with them, not, like, just, oh, like, they annoy me. Um, you know, and especially if multiple people are saying that to you, that might be something to, you know, consider. Just just reflect on it. And then it, it even says at the bottom of the paragraph, at the very least, hear these people out. Uh, yeah, if if there are multiple people who care about you and truly care about you and they come to you and they say, you know, oh, this girl is just, I don't know, dude, like she seems kind of like unhealthy for you. You know, you're not really coming around us as much or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, so that is important to to consider. Uh, number five, controlling behavior. Yeah, that's that's never, never. Uh, going to be something that is positive. <laughs> it's, I mean, do not be controlling uh, of your partner. That goes for everybody, every gender, every person, like not, like not cool. Um, every person needs to have their individuality and their individual interests and their individual friendships. So it's like, you can't just, you can't do that to people. It's, it's not okay. Um, because as I have told many, like many, many people, your romantic relationship cannot and should not fulfill every single need that you have. Uh, you know, I, I am fulfilled by a, you know, I'm fulfilled by my friendships in a very different way than I am fulfilled by my husband versus how I'm fulfilled by my family relationships. You know, it's, it's just very different. Um, and I need all of them, you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, anyways, sorry, kind of went on around there. Uh, number six would be feeling insecure in the relationship. And I'll read the little blurb that it, that it says in here. Um, it says, you may often feel that you don't know where you stand in a relationship rather than moving forward, building on shared experiences that should be strengthening your connection. You feel uncomfortable, uncertain, or anxious about where it's heading. You may seek reassurances from your partner, but somehow these are only momentary and fleeting. As a result, you may be working double duty to keep the relationship on track while your partner contributes little. 
So yeah, like that's kind of like an extreme. That's, that's pretty extreme. But you know, if that is happening in a relationship, it may be time to kind of reflect on some things. Um, number seven, a dark or secretive past. Uh, basically, if someone's like hiding shit, uh, if someone is in recovery and has gotten their shit together or they've been to prison and they've gotten their shit together, like that's completely different. That's not what this is talking about. Um, Ted Bundy, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> so sorry. I have been listening to a lot of podcasts about Ted Bundy lately, and I really want to get Ann Rule's book. And yeah, I, ha- I have to bring up true crime and, and every single thing that I do. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, like if, if you feel like something's off and you feel like, you know, they're just like being like weird about like their past, like you, you might want to you might want to look into that a little bit. Um, non-resolution of, resolution, what? Uh, Non-resolution of past relationships. So this includes not just romantic relationships, but with family and friends. Um, It says, if a person is unable to evaluate by past relationships, haven't worked out, or consistently blames the other party for all of the problems, you can bet with a great deal of confidence that the same thing could happen with your relationship. <laughs> Damn. That was like sassy, I feel. Um, I mean, I agree. I agree. I have dealt with that in relationships in the past. Uh, and it was like, you could just kind of tell like, okay, how is it always the other person's problem? And you have contributed like no- nothing to the issues. Like, we all have like the shit that we you know mess up on so it's like i would rather someone just be honest you know i feel i feel like most people would want that uh number nine the relationship is built on the need to feel needed uh often we enter into a relationship strongly identified with our needs that the need may be that you my partner must do certain things for me to make me feel secure and satisfied or that you you allow me, your partner, to feel needed by fulfilling your needs. If this dynamic is the focal point of the relationship, however, there may be little room for real growth individually or as a couple. Again, damn, but direct and true because that leads to codependency. And that is really, really, really unhealthy uh, because, again, people in a relationship need to have like separate shit you know what i mean like you should not be like attached at the hip every second of every day and like fall apart when the other is like gone like and and just like enable each other's bad habits and things like that and like that's not good uh again like you cannot and should not depend on your partner for all of your happiness um honestly you should not depend on any one person for your happiness uh because as humans we have to realize that it's our job to deal with our shit, right so you know it doesn't matter who you are if you've got shit that you've been through and you don't talk about it you've never talked about it 
you don't have to go to therapy necessarily, but like you need to talk about it with somebody. Um, because when that stuff goes unresolved, like such bad shit can happen. And it's like sometimes people unknowingly sabotage their relationships because they do these things because they haven't dealt with their shit. And so that's why I'm adding in an episode about this just because it's really important. Um, And I feel like men really need to know what these red flags are for themselves and for potential partners or current partners. So it's, it's super important. Um, And then last one, number 10, abusive behavior. Um, Duh. Any form of abuse, verbal, emotional, psychological, physical. So that would be um, sexual and physical. Um, So it's just, that's one of those things that, yes, you need to get out immediately. But again, it's not, it's not always that simple. So I'm not even going to get into that whole conversation, like I said, because I will be here for a long time. Uh, but it says, learn to trust what you feel. Your hunch is probably right. Um, yeah. I mean, like if you have a hunch about somebody that you're like, just, you know, casually seeing or whatever, and you're like, I just don't know. Um, go with your gut. You know, if, if it, if it just does not feel right, whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship, um, go with your gut because it's probably right. And uh, I can say with uh, former relationships and former friendships, uh, yeah, my hunch was right. And it was unfortunate, but, you know, I had to learn. I had to learn. So those are all of the red flags. I mean, we could come up with more, I'm sure. Um, So now we can talk about green flags. So... (laughs) it'll be a little less uh, depressing. So this is according to Well and Good website. I don't really, I don't know. I just kind of Googled stuff and it looked good. Uh, It says seven green flags to look for in a romantic relationship according to relationship experts. So, So it defines a green flag as it means that this person is safe and you should proceed. So it makes you feel safe and comfortable and good and not scared and you know like kind of like uh this person like off um so number one is they establish and maintain eye contact um yes but i will say sometimes with different cultures that is uh, a sign of disrespect to look somebody in the eye so that may not always be something so um i will say like with american people yes um however there are other cultures a lot of asian cultures that uh if you look somebody in the eye it's a sign of disrespect so just be aware of what culture the person is um Number two, they honor your no. Um, Yeah, your no is a no. No explanation needed, no further negotiation. So 
it says, let's say the person you've you're dating asks you to hang out after a long day of work, but you'd rather use that time to recharge solo. Um, if the person is understanding of your tiredness and simply says, okay, we can hang out another time, that's a green flag that you're that they're um, honoring your no. If there's some negotiation or pushiness, like it'll only be for a bit, or are you really that tired? That might not be someone who's likely to honor your wants and needs down the line. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really good point. Um, I never really thought about like the like, oh, it'll only be for a little bit or something like yeah, like that's, that can be kind of pushy. Um, and, and this is not just for romantic. I mean, yes, this is for romantic relationships, but you can apply that to friendships too, because I have had people in the past say that. And I'm just like, I said, no, you know? Um, and it's really, it's really irritating when anybody does that, especially like for me, for my personality. I'm like, if I said no, I fucking said no, bitch. Like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not gonna gonna do something. Which you know, Capricorn vibes. Um, <laughs> we are stubborn as fuck. There's a reason that uh, our 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 character is the goat, um, the sea goat. So yeah, I'm stubborn as fuck. But anyways, number three, they are opening. Oh, oh my god, I cannot talk. Still, Jesus, this is what I get for waiting until like late in the day to record. They're open to having needs-based conversations. Uh, if the person you're dating seems like they're trying to avoid conversations about what you need in a relationship, it's not a green flag. In addition to being dismissive of your desires, it could also be indicative of them not knowing their own needs, which might mean that they won't be able to meet yours. Uh, yeah, true. So if someone is open to having those conversations, uh, that's, that's a really good thing. That's a healthy thing. Uh, number four, they know themselves well. A person who knows themselves well is likely to be more vulnerable because if you understand yourself, excuse me, it's easier to be open and honest with others about your life. And if someone is aware of what they need in a romantic relationship, that's a green flag. Uh, absolutely. You know, for, for any gender, for anybody, like you should be aware of like what you need out of a relationship. Um, so you know, just, just taking care of yourself and, and just giving a shit about yourself, basically, uh, going to therapy, you know, playing sports, going to the gym, you know, just like doing activities and just in doing things and, you know, you know, all that stuff. Uh, number five, they communicate that they care about you even when you're not spending time together. Uh, when you're first dating, you may, will not spend every making, waking moment with your new romantic interest. It's possible that you only see this person a couple of times a week, leaving several days between each hangout. If that's the case, but the person checks in with you in the meantime, um, the person that wrote those articles says that it's a green flag. It shows that they still value you as a human being, even when they're not with you. In practice, this could be as simple as sending a text message to let you know that they're thinking about you. I mean, yeah, like, I think that that stuff is super sweet, but I will say, like, I, when you live with the person, it's a little different. <laughs> like, I, like, I agree with this, uh, but like, let's say like, hypothetically, I go out of town or something. My husband always says like, I miss you, you know, and like communicates that he, you know, cares when I'm not there. So like, that would be 
I guess like the married version of that. Because it's a little different when you're like still dating, you know, or not, not still dating. <laughs> First dating is what I meant to say. Uh, number six, they include you in long-term plans. Again, this is probably like kind of in the beginning, like obviously if you're like living together, engaged, married, you know, like obviously you're, you're probably going to be included in those long-term plans. Uh, hopefully that's been discussed at that point, you know, if you're married. So it says no one, <laughs> this is kind of funny. No one is suggesting that you book a trip six months in advance with someone you just met. I mean, if you want to go ahead, I guess, uh, who cares? The point here is that this person sees you in a future that goes beyond the end of your initial dates. Uh, long-term ha doesn't have to be months ahead of time. Even asking for a second date would fall into the green flags in a relationship category because it shows that this person is interested in getting to know you. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like it works out, sometimes it doesn't, you know? Uh, number seven, they aren't solely focused on your physical relationship. Yes. Uh, getting to know each other is perhaps the most important objective of dating, but you can't do that if the conversation or focus is skewed toward just the physical connection, which is one of many relationship components. Um, Yes. I mean, sex is important, but you have to like get to know the person. <laughs> like you have to know who you're like, don't you want to know who you're sleeping with? Like, don't like, you know, like what if, what if they're like a white supremacist or something, you know, like, no. Um, and it's a green flag when, you know, they ask about your day or they ask about how you're doing and like, ask like, how are you really doing? <laughs> uh, you know, like, don't BS me, like, how are you really doing type of thing? Um, those types of things are definitely green flags. So I am pretty much about to wrap up. Uh, that's really all I wanted to discuss was just good and bad relationships, healthy and unhealthy relationships, you know, toxicity in relationships because a lot of those red flags can really lead to a lot of tox toxicity or it's hard to say um in relationships so anyway hopefully this is helpful um i did the green flags last so that i could kind of end on like a positive note <laughs> or like more positive note you know um but anyway again happy 2022 prayers vibes all the, all the things that this year is a, a better year. So, um, I will see you guys next week. And, um, yeah, if you have any questions, any concerns, comments, uh, DM me at elevate men podcast on Instagram. Uh, I don't think I've made a Twitter for the podcast yet or Facebook. I don't really like Facebook. So like, I don't know, I might make one, but anyway, uh, but yeah, if you need anything, just message me and I will see you guys next time.